back to the Wise Guys Baseball Podcast. I'm Luke, and I'm here as always with Sam. What's going on? We're going to talk about our top five players in baseball today. So, Sam, going into the 2016 season, give me your top five. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start at the bottom of my list with someone who's often. Just to clarify, we're we're talking about hitters here, no pitchers. Just hitters, okay, right? Um, I gotta go with Paul Goldschmidt. I think uh, I think he's always overlooked. I think no one really cares about what he's been doing the last three years in Arizona because of where he's at. If you look at the numbers, though, if you look at the talent, if you look at the player, second in the MVP last year, second in the MVP in 2013. Over 535 slugging percentage every year. Uh, for the, for those of you unaware how good that is, those are those are top of the league numbers year after year. Those are power numbers up there with your Bryce Harpers, with your Miguel Cabreras, with those sorts of guys, with your Mike Trouts, Goldschmidt. Honestly, could be higher up the list, but there's just so many good young players in baseball right now. I've got him at number five. Who do you have at the uh, at the bottom of your top five? I'm going to have to go with Donaldson. I mean, even though he won the AL MVP last year and he was really a force in the uh, Blue Jays lineup, I I think there's some guys that are above him. But right now, he is one of the best players that I've ever seen, honestly. Some of the balls came off his bat last year. Man, it it was pretty impressive to see. Want to go to number four? Well, Donaldson's my number four, I think. I'm curious to hear who your four is. Uh, I'm guessing it's not going to be Goldschmidt. Uh, however, I think Donaldson is, is – is, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Other, I just have him up a slot higher. I know he set career numbers across the board last year. Just look at the guy's swing. Look at the guy's numbers the last couple of years. Uh, he yeah. transitioned from Oakland to a bigger market really, really well. He's, he blo- blossomed into a superstar the last couple seasons. He seems to have no problem taking on that character and that persona. I, I, the sky appears to be the limit for him over the next couple of years. He's in his prime right now, and that's why he's my number four overall. All right, who do you, who? he led the? He actually led the AL in RBIs. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I know he had over forty homers too. So, yep. all right. Well, who do you have at number four? Then I'm curious. I'm gonna have to go with another third baseman who had forty homers last year, and who also has won three straight Gold Gloves. Nolan Arenado. He is a force in the Colorado lineup. He's one of the best players in baseball. Last year, he really broke out, and uh, as a hitter, that is. And uh, he, he showed Coors Field. I mean, hey, 42 homers, 130 RBIs, 287 average. Played in 157 games. Can't ask for more than that. That's, that's a very interesting pick there at number four. I love Arenado a lot. I used him on the duel constantly. Uh, he's uh, one of the best young players in the game. There's no doubt. I, I don't think you're wrong, and I almost regret not having him in mind. I thought about it as well. I just think that there's so many players to choose from, and it's of only five. That's why I didn't. I wasn't able to squeeze him in there over those two, and especially not over my number three guy, Miguel Cabrera. Uh, I, I cannot say enough, and I don't think you can either, about just the skill, talent, consistency of this guy. No matter what's going on around him, he just mashes destroys all lineups I'm sorry destroys all pitchers cements any lineup uh, he, he appears to be a Hall of Famer even if he would retire in just a couple of years seems to be a first ballot lock when he's all said and done one of the best to ever do it who's your number three well that's pretty funny because Cabrera is also my number three the 10-time all-star had a little bit of a down year last year but you cannot not include him in the top five in Major League Baseball he is a 
force in that lineup with protection, without protection. Miguel Cabrera is probably the best pure baseball player that of our generation. You want to fight it out wow. for Bryce Harper and Mike Trout? Who's got number two? Who's got number one? Sam, let's go. Well, not sure what you got. Um, really, either of these guys could get that top spot. But, yep, I, I'm going with Harper two and Trout one. What do you got? Oof. I got Harper one. So what's the argument for having Trout over Harper? Well, like I said, either of these guys could be number one. They both appear to have nothing but all-star seasons ahead of them. Gold gloves, silver sluggers, MVPs, you name it. I, Trout, just he's as crazy as it sounds, he's the more complete player. They're both as five-tool players, to say the least. Trout's got that extra level of speed that Harper can't bring to the table. Harper's not slow by any means. And also Trout, just to me, maybe this doesn't qualify for this sort of argument because this is a top five player you know, based on talent. He just seems like he's going to be the more consistent player. Harper might have 53 homers next year and, and, and be angry the next year and go for 24 homers and play in 116 games. You don't ever hear a peep out of Trout. Never any stories in the media about him other than his consistency and his mashing. Uh, I, I'm a little biased. He is from uh, the New York area. He grew up on a farm, I believe, in Jersey. Uh, I just, I think he's, I think they're both appearing to be Hall of Famers, even though they're 22, 23 years old. But Trout's my guy. What's your argument for Harper? You know, I'm, I can't disagree with one thing you said, uh, especially about the, uh, you know, you hear nothing about Trout in the media. I mean, he kind of reminds me of Jeter in that sense. I mean, he's just getting started. He's young. But, you know, it, you never hear anything bad. It's always positive, positive, positive. But Harper led the league in slugging last year. He had a higher average, and he was the unanimous MVP. Unanimous. That was his first year really breaking out. We are, that was just a, a preview of Bryce Harper. He's a young He's got one of the best arms in baseball. He has so much power, and he's just a pure hitter with one of the most pure, sweetest swings I've ever seen. If you had to – who's just missing your top five? Give me two players. You mean two guys who, who aren't there now but maybe could yes. be next year? All right. Ooh. Well, I know Correa is certainly on that list. Uh, Correa is my strong six. Honestly, I wanted him in my top five. Carlos Correa, Houston Astros shortstop. Uh, I think we talked about it a little bit before. When This guy is just, I just see Alex Rodriguez 20 years ago. Um, hopefully with a lot less controversy um, and a lot less of the, the nonsense that bogged A-Rod down towards the end of his career. Let, we'll t- maybe we'll talk about that in 18 years, but right now I see a, a, a ridiculously talented what, 21-year-old, 20-year-old? I mean, what he was able to do last year for the Astros, I think he got some MVP votes as a rookie and essentially was the main spark that got them into that playoff wildcard game against the Yankees. Give me one of yours, and I'll give you my last guy. Um, I'm going to have to go with Machado over there in Baltimore. You know, he's the only player that played every single game last year. Just an Mm, interesting stat. He he has been consistent. Yep, he's very consistent. He hit 286. He had 35 homers, 86 RBIs, 181 hits. I think he's a great third baseman. He has one of the strongest arms I've seen coming out of third. Um, I just think he's a complete player. And he's very young, too. So I think we're just beginning to see the full potential of the former third-round pick. How about your number one? Well, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to, to disagree with you on Machado there. I, I, it's weird because I love watching him play. 
against uh, every team in the majors except the Yankees, but he seems to hit the Yankees especially hard with, ver- with late-inning homers in, in very big plays. Uh, for me, it's going to be Chris Bryant uh, is my other, and he, he, was, he received MVP votes last year, came up, defied expectations, e- even though the expectations were very high. He didn't, it didn't seem to bother him that they sent him down to, to retain him for an extra year, and he only played 12 games in the minors. He had a complete season, uh, made imp- impacts in the playoffs, and more importantly, got playoff experience. I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I think everybody would agree with that, but uh, this time next year, if we're having the same conversation, I'm pretty sure he'll be in my top five. Yep, that was my last guy, too. Definitely Chris Bryant. You know, it's funny, as we're going through this list, how many third basemen did we just name? Is third base the new first base, the new shortstop? Yeah, you know, it might be. But I mean, part of that reason, if you look at Machado, that's a converted shortstop. Uh, Chris Bryant played some outfield, if I'm not mistaken. Third base seems to be the position where uh, MLB modern teams feel they can move guys over, especially at the shortstop position. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I, I wouldn't know about Donaldson, but something tells me he hasn't always been a third baseman either. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I, I don't know what quite to make of that other than I wish any of these guys played for the Yankees. But as of course everyone could notice, <laughs> we didn't name a single Yankee. Uh, well, because Chase Headley ain't making that list, I'll tell you that much. No, no, no. This is the best players in baseball podcast. Uh, <laughs> no room for that, unfortunately. Well, that's going to do it uh, for Sam. I'm Luke. Uh, thank you for listening to another edition of the Wise Guys Baseball Podcast.